Warning. Please note that this podcast contains strong language and touches on many topics that may not be considered appropriate for a work environment. If you choose to listen to this podcast where you can be overheard, we are not responsible for the consequences of your decision. You've been warned. month is over, but spoilers, people! It's Pride all the time here at We All Have Next Chromosome. My name is Bill. I'm Noelle. And I have the plague. And yes. Things scheduling-wise should start getting closer to normal, now that we're basically caught up with all of our episodes. And that was due to some technical issues... That were not mine, um, but everything should be caught up for now. But we are going to go through, and if you don't hear me, if you hear me cut out, it's because I don't want to infest the podcast with my cough. Yes. Visit our Patreon because you're going to be hearing the original rant that started today's podcast because due to my own technical issues, right before the show was about to start, I accidentally powered down my computer completely. <laughs> and Noel, I haven't listened through to it yet, but um took the reins and we're gonna pay all pay all of her hard work by having that as a bonus feature. Um I rant about toys. And um an article that I will have to re relocate for the notes. Alright, but before we go through and re relocate everything we will be going through and getting a little bit of the business out at hand. First things first, we have a sponsor for the months of July and August. Yay, um, thank you for sponsoring us. Uh... That sponsor is Copper Frog Games. Um, Copper Frog Games currently is selling their game Pigment. And you're going to be hearing more from Cup Frog Games during the course of this month, especially since they are going to be highlighting their new game, Chiseled, which is going to have its Kickstarter later on this month. Oh, here is our link. I'm assuming this is Copper Frog. This is the correct Copper Frog Games. Here I am on top of my shit, because we've started this podcast like three times now. Copperfroggames.com is where you could go check them out. Um, there's also a, I'm looking to the Facebook for the Cop Frog Games where the Michael, who is the developer buyer of Cop Frog Games, um, basically does a little bit of research, asking people their favorite... One of the things that he asks is what is your favorite um, game piece? Like, the a part of a game that's just your favorite thing to play with, period. Um, 
I chose the Spy from Stratego. We're going to be hearing more from Cop Frog Games. Another thing, we have a website that has all of our social media. Yeah, please check our website. That is xchromosomepodcast.com. It's got our links to Facebook. It's got our links to Twitter. It's got our links to Instagram. It's got our links to Spotify, YouTube. Everything that I can think of adding something, the only thing that we don't have right now is TikTok because that's completely video-based and that's not going to be happening anytime soon. Yeah, um, nobody wants to look at me. I uh, swear no, they, they would look they at you. They'd be scared of me. Uh, nobody um, wants to look at me. We'll, we'll debate that at another time. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, also, um, Pride Month might be over, but we still want to hear your stories. We still want to hear your views we want to hear your feedback the best way to do that is by emailing us please email, email us the email address is write us at xchromosomepodcast.com if you want that personal touch by hearing from us and speaking to us do that right there i'm gonna i check our email all the time and it's usually only thing that really comes through is business type stuff to coordinate things things of that nature but we, I want to be able to say, hey, Noel, you actually have to check her email because there's things in it that you have to read. And then she's going to be like, oh, no, what's the email password again? <laughs> yeah, Bill Bill reads all the emails. Bill, re- Bill replies to all the emails. And then Bill tells me things from the emails. And as you yep. know, I will read them on the air. So if you want to make me say... All kinds of shit about your life. Send us stories. And if there's ever an email that goes out and I say, hey, Noel, you want to actually respond to this? I'm going to be like, hey, you know, I usually respond to the emails, but I think you're going to want to respond to this one. Yeah. Um, so last thing, do what you can for whatever plot, podcast platform you're on. Or if you visit us on our social medias, if you have the option, like, subscribe, rate, review. It helps us with the algorithms, which gets rid of all of the things that will help us get other sponsors. And basically make a footprint for our show so we could pay for shit. Like tech, and paywalls, and things of that nature. Um, Mostly paywalls and tech. But we'd like to be able to go through and do more. Um, mm-hmm. While we have access to some things because I'm in college, um, it's a lot easier if I could go off and we go and say, hey, this is your email and your password to log into this thing. So you could do research. Like if we go and ask Brian, our associate producer, to go research stuff, and he's like, Hey, this is behind a paywall. We could go, no, it's not. Here you go. Boom. Paywalls disappear. Um, also, I have some connect- some interesting connections with health equity and um, STIs and things like that. Um, these people do shit for real. Um, they give talks. That's their job is community outreach. Um, and while I love having guests on the show, and I very much appreciate the people who have generously donated their time to this podcast, I would feel inappropriate asking people to get paid to give presentations for a living to do it for free in their off time. 
So I would like to be able to have um, subject experts come on and, you know, be, be respectful. Their yeah, and be respectful of their of their time and pay them. So to help me make the show even more awesome, help us make the show even more awesome, um, chuck us money. We do have a direct link to our PayPal if you want to throw us a one-time donation that's fine um coffee isn't cheap and <laughs> i run on coffee so all yeah. right so so let's get on with some shit well we were we were going to have a guest today unfortunately um tech issues all around cause that to go um we will be interviewing him next week. He was already interviewed once, um, and unfortunately, the audio was horrible. Uh, um, so we'll, we'll have interviews again next week, but I miss ranting. So it's, it is time to do that. All right. You first, Noel. Okay. Well, I had kind of gotten warmed up. And that warm-up will be posted on Patreon first, uh, so we could go through and hear that warm-up, so. That was sort of my lead-off, but I guess we can talk about the women's fucking soccer team, our national soccer team, kicking some fucking ass from the Players Forum. This is dated uh, July 2nd. Um, today. So it's today, um, but I believe... World Cup schedule. Yes. Okay. So this is bef- this was published before the game today. Um, we kicked England in the teeth. So we are advancing. It's either Norway or Sweden. Yeah. Um. I think. Every everything is blowing up. I'm trying to figure stuff out. Um. I think it's just the final. I think we're. This is it. Do, do, do. Yep. The final is the 7th of July. We face either the Netherlands or Sweden. We find out tomorrow. But this article from today, which predated the, the game, is from the Players' Tribune, uh, which is a wonderful sports uh, publication. And as we all know, I'm a giant sports nerd. Just wait. Football season is coming. And I can get angry about Roger Goodell all over again. Because um, fuck that guy specifically. Um, the author is Sue Bird of the Seattle Storm, which is a women's NBA team. Um, if you don't know what the WNBA is, go find out right the fuck now. They're awesome. Um, there are women playing in that league absolutely um, and should be paid just as much as uh, my fellow Akronite Ron Steph Curry Dwayne Wade all those all those big names these women deserve the exact amount of money because they got exactly the same amount of hustle but Sue Bird's article is entitled so the president fucking hates my girlfriend um and it starts. It starts out. It's really sweet. I just loved the energy 
I'm pretty sure she's America. I'm pretty sure that she's America's girlfriend at this. If uh, Ms. Bird is willing to share, um, don't know what is Megan. Why did? Why do I not remember her last name? Because if I try to pronounce it, I would butcher it. Um, uh, because her last and- name is the last name that I've. Only read, but never actually you've heard pronounced. Fournier? Is it Fournier? I'm looking. Where the hell is it? I know. Uh, Rapone. Okay. R-A-P-I-N-O-E. Rapineau. Rapineau. I think it's Megan Rapineau, because I do occasionally listen to the news and they say some shit. Uh, like, pronounce her name. So Megan Rapineau is glorious. Um... I just, She's one of the first, uh, outside of the football, outside of football, outside of the NFL, she's one of the first athletes to take a knee um, because she she gets it. Um, and, yeah, there, there was one guy that in Major League Baseball that took a knee, and he hasn't had a job since then, um, pretty much. But they can't, they can't fire Megan. Um, so it's her point three because she goes on about you know one writing about it um, two gotta get it on the record if it's not already clear I'm so proud of Megan and the entire team because let's appreciate it two goals against Spain two goals against France two goals against France a lot of other topics um, she is at the peak of her of, of her athletic prowess. She's a freak athlete, and she's amazing. Um, I don't even like soccer, but I can get behind this. Um, so, her third point. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, I'll answer the question. The one that's probably most on your mind. And by that I mean, what's it like to have the literal president of the United States of Little America go full adolescent boy on your girlfriend? It's weird. And I'd say I actually had a pretty standard reaction to it, which was to freak out a little. And it's, it's some of it's like some of this scares the shit out of me. I mean, some of it is kind of funny, but in a like in a really, really this guy kind of way. Like, dude, there's nothing better demanding your attention. It would be ridiculous to the point of laughter if it wasn't so gross. And if his legislation and policies weren't ruining the lives of so many innocent. And that's what's legitimately scary, I guess, is like how it's not just his tweets. Because now, suddenly, you've got all these MAGA peeps getting hostile mentions, and you've got all these crazy blogs writing terrible things about this person you care so much about, and now they're doing takedowns of Megan on Fox News and who knows whatever else. It's like an out-of-body experience, really. That's how I'd describe it. That's how it was for me. And... She goes on to talk about how Megan is, she's just going to do her thing at her own damn speed to her own damn rhythm, and she's going to apologize to exactly no one for it. So when all the Trump business started to go down last week, I mean, the fact that Megan just seemed completely unfazed? It's strange to say, but that was probably the only normal thing about it. It's not an act with her. It's not a deflection. To me, it's more like just like Megan is at the boss level in the video game of knowing herself. She's always been confident, but that doesn't mean she's always been immune. 
She's as sensitive as anyone, maybe more. She's just figured out how to harness that sensitivity. And I think Megan's sensitivity is what drives her to fight for others. I think it's what drove her to take a knee. The Megan you're seeing now, it's the stronger version of the one you dealt in the first place. All the threats, all the criticism, all the fallout coming out on the other side of that is what makes her seem so unfazed by the asshole now. Um, there was a Twitter comment in regards to this whole thing that blew up. Um, when Megan said there's no way that she was going to the fucking White House and someone was like, she shouldn't wear that uniform. She's being disrespectful. Disrespectful. Disrespected. And someone went, oh, but this interview happened in the locker room, so I thought that talk was appropriate. Yeah, that was some some prime salty shit, and it made my week. Um, (laughs) But here's some unrelated facts presented without commentary. Um, Donald Trump has never invited a WNBA champion to the White House. In 2017, when South Carolina women's basketball, coached by a black woman, the legend Dawn Dawn Staley, won the national championship, they were not initially invited to the White House. In 2019, when Baylor women's basketball, coached by a white woman, also legend, um, Kim Mulkey, won the national championship, they were invited to the White House with no issues. I mean, we've seen that before. He didn't invite the fucking teacher of the year. Because he was black. Just fuck this shit. Um, and this also lets us get into how um, equal pay. Um, I was planning on making some points and going in, but then I thought about it some more. Tell you the truth, I'm kind of done. If you're not on the right side of this fight and advocating fiercely for equal pay, whether it's in soccer or basketball or in any other industry and across every intersectional boundary, then I just straight up feel bad for you because you're sad and wrong and going down. I feel this in that in my bones increasingly over these last several months, having seen my colleagues in the W show we mean business on a new CBA, and that's a collective bargaining agreement. That's right. Sports person... Uh, Sports teams are union. And sometimes they're the most powerful union in the state. Um, and sometimes their unions suck, just like regular unions. I mean, sometimes they have to do shitty things like defend guys who knock out women in elevators. Or defend uh, Tom Brady. Uh, sometimes you gotta do shitty things. But sometimes you get to do the right thing and make sure the new guys get paid and everybody gets fucking health care and imp- Shit, and that's why wrestling doesn't treat employees well. They're independent contractors, and they're treated like shit. All right, but- we've had this discussion before. Yes, the WWE does set up their employees as independent contractors. However, there have been more movements outside of the WWE to help to counter that. Um, I don't care if you bitch about how the WWE treats its employees. Fine, I agree with you 100%. When it comes down to wrestling as a whole, things are changing. And okay, that's it's, good and that's necessary. Is, and it's, it's only going to come to a point where the WWE is going to be forced to change with it. Um, there is a new wrestling promotion, All Elite Wrestling. They just had 
a big event. Uh, they had a big event last month, and they had a streaming event last weekend. Um, one of the major things with All Elite Wrestling is they cover their wrestlers' healthcare. And that's... That's the, fucking badass. Yeah, and one of the things that... The, and while the WWE might pay for things such as injuries and things like that, and WWE might pay for, like, drug rehab, like, hey, I need rehab, and you could be... You could not be... You don't even have to be in the WWE to be a former employee of the WWE and say, hey, I need to go to rehab. I can't afford it. And the WWE will pay the rehab. That's like the one good thing about the WWE in regards to getting that squared away. Um, uh, there's a movement for change within the the sport, so to speak. Um, I say so to speak because, yes, everything is predetermined, but it is athleticism. Um, and it, they get fucking hurt. Yeah. Um, especially some of the some of the women's matches that have been going out. I'm surprised that people women could walk after that. What's going on? Um, but things are going to change. People are tr- forcing the change, and it's going to be a good thing. Um, however, just like basically unions themselves, unfortunately have been so miscast because of capitalism that you have to try to basically rebuild the point of unions because people have been so brainwashed to be anti-union that it's because of unions, we have the 40-hour work week. And if you have to work more at a job, more than 40 hours, you get paid overtime. It's because of unions that we have certain days off or celebrate these some of these three-day weekends. It's because of unions that we at least have some workable conditions within this country. Now, the it, unfortunately, because of capitalism, people start to look back and look down on unions, not realizing what they are there for. Um, I'll be honest, I've never been in a union. Um, It's never been an option for me. Uh, Every time time that there has been talk of unionizing, the people that were doing the talk were, the type of talk were so toxic and swarmy that I wouldn't follow them because I think thought that those individuals were assholes and not that they were actually representing any actual union. Um, But things are going to change. And hopefully for the better, it's going to take some time, but as long as we keep fighting for it, we'll be able to do something about it. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm mildly distracted looking up all of the thousand amazing pictures of this absolute god. Um, and look at that purple hair. It's pink. 
it was originally dyed pink. I know. I, I'm taking suicide on this. I mean, it, it does look better now that it's faded to pink. I, I'm just here for it. I'm here for it because she dyed it like the article brings up that she dyed it. She got on, she dyed it, got on the plane <laughs> to go to the to go to the games to to go to this tournament. She's just like fuck it, and she's just so in the moment, and you know she's like we're gonna win, and she believes it, and really just she's supremely herself and i think that's a role model everyone needs is um a quote a quote from sue from the article it's an openly gay superstar swaggering out with two goals and batshit celebrations and leading us to a huge ass win in women's soccer yes and it's a picture of megan with her tongue out and a thumbs up and Uh, there's a Wall Street Journal article that fair, but it's paywalled. The critical part of the article is in the three years after the U.S. women's soccer team won the 2015 World Cup, the U.S. women's games generated more total revenue than U.S. men's game. Pay them more than the men. They're making the money. I mean, if we're going to be e- if we're going to be equitable about it, pay them. And I know there are going to be people at some point because I've had this fight. That'll, because we're gonna we're gonna get back into into wage equity, and we're gonna talk about the WNBA in a second because Super is a three times three time WNBA champion. She's got more rings, top NBA stars. I said it. I said it. I said what I said. Um, and is she making anywhere near top tier NBA talent money? No. And people are going to say, because they've said it to me. Well, if it was a more marketable product, it would make more money. When was the last time you saw a fucking ad for the WNBA? Thank you. That there was there was a moment of dead silence, and that's how many times you've seen the WNBA ma- uh, marketed. If they puck, if, if they fucking put money behind it towards getting that quality product in front of more faces, instead of just going. It's a novelty. No one is going to watch women play basketball. The last time I remember seeing an ad for the WNBA was the last time I actually had possibly cable TV. um, And that was during the reign of Umbridge. Um, There was a Mets game on or something like that. It was either a Mets game or a Giants game on ESPN. And... um, they did an ad for ESPN2 that there would be a uh, women's NBA playoff or something like that. Um, oh, it was but- on ESPN2? That's kind of a big deal. That's much better than normal. Normally it's like they'll relegate it to the end. But how many years ago was that? Of uh, 2012, 2013. <laughs> Like I said, this was during the reign of Umbridge. Well, see, no, see, our podcast listeners don't know that that's what you call your ex. Um, and now they know, so we'll clear that up. Um, so it's been a minute. But yeah, basically, it's like, um, as much as there's the joke about ESPN the Ocho, um, 
you're right. It's got to be marketed so people know that's there. Um, I know that my goddaughter and her sisters, they go and see the uh, San Antonio uh, stars, I think they are, um, down in San Antonio. Uh, that's the women's NBA team, WNBA team. Um, they're fans of the stars. So it does exist. There is a market for it. You just have to market it. Yeah, I'm. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to just rely on big personalities like other sports do. I mean. Yeah, I can't get away from fucking NFL commercials or baseball commercials, especially around playoff time every five damn minutes. And tr- and let me tell you, I love me some college football. I love college football. But I don't need to have it marketed to me. I know it exists and that it's good. Um. I also know that college women's basketball is pretty badass shit. Why they suddenly stop being a thing the minute they graduate and go to the WNBA, I don't know. Um, I think that's bullshit. Because from an Ohio State perspective, um, yeah, I'm going to talk about my local teams. Deal with it. Uh, For the last few years, the women's team has been significantly better. They've made the money. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, Ohio State men's basketball is going to pay the damn bills. Power Five conference, and we're a what is it? The NHL legacy teams, or we're like the core of one of the core schools in the Big Ten. Um, so we're always going to get paid. Um, even if we're shitty. But the fans aren't going to be there, and the fans turned up for the Not as much as they should have, but our women's basketball team was was a better expenditure of money. If you want to go watch some good basketball, you didn't go watch the guys. They really did suck. It was shameful. One thing about, in regards to uh, basketball, um, one of the things... I'm originally from New Jersey, and in New Jersey, um, you didn't really cheer for any type of New Jersey college team because, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh, yeah, they all sucked. Um, every once in a while, Seton Hall would have a good season, but if you were going to cheer for any type of basketball program outside of maybe Seton Hall, it would be... Rutgers women's basketball because Rutgers football sucked, but it was marketed like hell because it's New Jersey. Uh, Rutgers men's basketball sucked. Still, it was marketed. Yep, because people like please come watch the men's games. Nobody fucking cares. Look, Rutgers recently joined the Big Ten. We know they exist to give us a, to bolster our women's basketball pedigree as a conference because everybody goes through and kicks Rutgers in the teeth except Maryland. <laughs> uh, well, no, in football. The Rutgers football team is complete yeah. 
garbage. And it's really they're the warm-up game. Rutgers had like, their game. Rutgers had like play. two good seasons that they're still ghosting yeah. on. Um and Yeah, but now they're getting sweet, sweet Big Ten money, so they might stop sucking someday. No, they won't. Yeah, well, the, they'll be able to hire better coaches someday soon. They, the, it's it's Rutgers. No one wants to go to Rutgers. It's not. It has nothing to do with coaches. Uh, it has nothing to do with that. People don't want to go to New Jersey. Rutgers football is so bad. When I was growing up, that I thought Notre Dame was in New Jersey because everybody around cheered for Notre Dame. Oh. So. I mean, even in our not ideal years, I was, I I was a Buckeyes fan. <laughs> I wasn't going to betray my team, but it's just a. I don't. I don't need men's sports marketed to me. They don't need the advertising dollars. We all need there. Alright, but let's to bring up dollars a little bit, um, this is something that popped up recently. Um, during the debates, um, fact, oh, yeah, check- I- fact checkers were all over the place, but we recently brought up the Washington Post, but so I found this a little bit amusing. Uh, Washington okay, Post, that's a hilarious picture, but... Washington Post fact checker gets dragged for attacking Bernie Sanders. Um, this was the issue that came up. Um, three people in this country own more wealth than the bottom half of America. Bernie Senator Bernie Sanders. The response... I mean, that's kind of important. This snappy talking point is based on numbers that add up, but it's also a question on comparing apples to oranges. Sanders but- is drawing for Sanders is drawing on a 2017 report from the left-leaning Institute of Policy Studies, which said that three billionaires, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, who owns the Washington Post, and Warren Buffett, had a total wealth of 248.5 billion, compared to 245 billion for the bottom 160 million of the United States. The wealth of the three men has gone up more since then. But the bottom half essentially have no wealth. So the comparison is, not, I'm sorry, but the people in the bottom half essentially have no wealth as debts cancel out whatever assets they might have. So the comparison is not especially meaningful. That's kind of the fucking point. Now, I'm going to be honest. I have no, I don't care about the primaries. Um, no one has made me care about the primaries. Because in the the end-all, be-all things, whoever's running against Trump, that's Democratic candidate, I'm voting for. 
I have people that I like, and I might vote for them when my primary comes up. But that's between me and my ballot, to be quite honest. But when you're trying to point out that most of America has no wealth compared to three guys, but you're saying, oh, but most of America doesn't count because they can't even actually acquire wealth. That's kind of the point. No one can actually acquire anything because it's all at the top. And this is a fact checker that's trying to point this out. This is just someone, I think, on Bezos' payroll because Bezos was basically called out on the carpet during the primaries. That's legit. Um, Okay. Let me break this down. Let me break these three rich guys down for you. Warren Buffett and Bill Gates spend a lot of time dumping their money into doing good. Um, And both of them have come out and said, you know, please tax us more. We would like to pay more taxes. But we're not allowed to because of, you know, the tax system. <laughs> please, please grossly tax our income, our our earned income over whatever the fuck amount. Just please tax the fuck out of it. We would like it to be dumped into social programs because we cannot do enough on our own. That's the thing. I'm going to get into the taxation. Taxation is not theft. I know. Frightening. Um, scary thought. There's some libertarians out there who are crying because I said the scary words. Taxation is not theft. Theft of our tax... When taxation is theft is when money that we put into the communal kitty or schools or helping the homeless or helping our veterans, roads and bridges and infrastructure and taking care of our seniors and all of these social programs. When that money is stolen for pork projects, excessive military spending, and other fucking bullshit, like pay raises, that's theft. Taxation itself is not theft. So let's tax the fucking rich. Especially when two-thirds of the richest people in the country are like, please tax us. Um, Two-thirds majority carries. So... I mean, that's I rules, found, right? I found this response to it funny, though. Um, democra- <laughs> d- democracy dies in the darkness when I can't even automatically read Glenn Kessler's latest garbage because <laughs> it's the Washington Post. <coughs> and there's a paywall. And there's a paywall. I'm not saying that you can't get money to pay your people, unlike other news organizations such as um, the Huffington Post, which basically is like, yeah, people write for us for free. Um, which, no, 
No, Huffington Post, pay your fucking people. Yeah. Um. So, as long as you're paying your people, I don't care if you're charging me if you're paying your people and your people are doing the work that they need to do. I'm fine with that. Um, because everybody needs to pay the fucking people. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where basically, folks, be careful what you listen to from the media, from everything. Try to get as much sources that actually come out of the source's mouth, or maybe the source's tweets. Uh, mm-hmm. So, for example, um, AOC, she did a, a tweet storm when she went through and um, visited the camps. The, the, um, concentration the concentration camps. camps. Yep. Let's use the words. Yeah, the concentration camps. Um, and that also at the same time that that broke out was the Secret Guards Facebook page that basically was all the horror of the guards basically being assholes about the whole situation. Um, all of them need to be put in jail immediately. If this is some... they are admitting to fucking crimes. <sighs> and the abuse of humans. This also children, but the abuse of people what the fuck is this shit um it's just how can you justify this um you can't you're a nazi i'm gonna say it if you're justifying if you're attempting to justify anything about these fucking concentration camps you're a Nazi. Go back to the 30s. That's where you belong. I know. That's the only place where Nazis belong. They belong in history books. And that's it. And the history books should be only about this is bad. You shouldn't do it. Not to glorify the... Yeah, there's nothing glorious about this. It's this just like... Horrifying. Just like people that go through and... Uh, go through and um, glorify the South and the Confederacy. Um, so, yeah, it's... It's stupid. Um, it's infuriating and horrifying. Yeah. There's something that came up that um, I'm trying to find. I'm going to rant about the activist mommy for a second while you're 
stuff. Oh yeah, that was, I remember that. Go ahead. Activist mommy. Yeah. Um. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that lying bitch. Um. I would also like to have this rant fucking tagged because I want her fucking supporters to come at us. I don't have a problem filing police reports. You've here's here's how she works. She wrings her hands and clutches her pearls and she gets her followers to call libraries and threaten the staff to get programs canceled. Call drag performers and get and harass them. She's broken her and her people have broken Ohio state law. I looked it up. And if they use the phone to harass people, that's a fucking violation of the law. Don't think I won't find a way nail every one of your asses to the wall and put you in jail. It's also probably a federal violation because they weren't Ohio residents and you can't fucking send threats across state lines. Ooh, they've committed federal crimes and they're being allowed to get away with it. Please fucking report this bitch. Uh, the activist mommy, she's on Facebook. I try to go through and report her for hate speech every day. Um, I've even tried, you know, to meddle with other things. So far, that hasn't stuck. But I've reported her for hate speech, lying, um, threats, harassment, all of it. Um, because she's fucking bullshit and she needs to be off the internet. Look, I can only do so much. When, yeah, that, especially since she's going on the, oh no, I'm being oppressed, uh, crap that she's going on. Didn't she make a GoFundMe or something? Yeah, for fucking security. I'm sorry, that cunt doesn't need shit. She's not in danger. My fellow librarians, who had death threats called into them, who had to cancel programs that they busted their asses to put together. And, you know, the safety... And, ugh, I can't even talk, I'm so angry. <sighs> Librarians were in danger. Patrons were in danger. Presenters were in danger. Those people were in danger. Not this bitch. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No one's gonna hurt her in there. I'm gonna put... Well... I mean, some people might hurt her in there, but <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say it. I was going to be fucking rude, but I'm not going to say it. Um, but yeah, she's probably going to catch some shade. I know. Give her all the shade you want. Just don't eat at her. Um, okay. Lighthearted. Ohio-based High Point Firearms have, has announced their new second-generation 9mm handgun will be dubbed the YC-9 after an online public poll. The YC-9 is also the YC in YC-9 stands for Yeet Cannon. I'm just going to let everybody sit with that a moment. Mellow. Let's just appreciate 
how many ways we can use that. <laughs> yes. Um, but just remember, zombie rules apply. Always double time. Um, also shoot center mass if you're not sure. I'm trying to find, um, the link which I lost because, um, I actually had notes prepared. Oh my god, you had notes. I had notes. Unfortunately, I'm an idiot, and I didn't save the notes. Um, basically before what was, before we started, I was going through a bunch of links, putting them to notepad so I could pull them up and drop them in. Um, and then you about. reset your computer. It, and it was a notepad, so it didn't have like a backup save file on it. Um, oh, we need to talk about the fuckers getting glitter. Because I have that pulled up from the hill. Well, yes. Um, that was one of the things I had listed. But um, the organizers of the Boston Pride Parade have... Straight Pride. Uh, the straight Boston pride. Straight Pride Parade. Uh, let me restart that again. Three, two, one. The organizers of the Boston Straight Pride Parade have been receiving a few uh, mysterious envelopes with no return address that, when they shook them, it made a weird sound. Um, so they reported it, and they were sent... Glitter. Glitter. They were all hysterical about their... Oh no, we've been sent we've been sent suspicious packages. There's no return address. Whatever are we going to do? We're being threatened. It's fucking glitter. I mean, that's a legitimate threat, but it's not going to kill you. I mean, they're basically saying here's herpes. Because everybody knows that glitter is the herpes of the craft world. US USA Today reports the envelopes mailed to the group of group of organizers were filled with glitter and vague ominous letters. Probably said, here's some fucking glitter, get over yourself. We don't know. Um, The organizers of the event, who call themselves Super Happy Fun America, please go report the fuck out of them, um, published a blog post Tuesday detailing the envelopes they received, some at their homes, saying it was the action of domestic terrorists. Quote, Fortunately, we have been informed by the authorities that the packages contain no explosive devices or dangerous substances. We are told they found glitter and vague, ominous letters. The intended message, however, is completely clear. You're buffoons, and this is the sort of absurdity you deserve. Show your face in public. I got a milkshake for you, assholes. City of Boston last week has did approve their request for a permit to hold the event August 31st. Straight people, the three organi- male organizers of the event, who claim the that they're that <laughs> fucking proofread your shit, guys, claim that straight people are an oppressed majority. Earlier this month, named former Breitbart editor Milo Yiannopoulos as the parade's grand marshal. So basically, just it just underlines the fact that these are white supremacists, and fuck them. Um, let them eat glitter. Can I retrofit the yeet? Can I retrofit the yeet cannon to fire glitter? Because I think that needs to be a thing. That would make me happy. I'm now imagining a mark for yes. 
guns that glitter pistols. Of, well, that you could go through and retrofit the ammo, not to go off and actually fire lead, but fire glitter. Um, okay. can, imagine can we... having. I would. I would buy a Tommy gun. If I knew, I would make a a, tom, a Tommy gun glitter can out of it. I mean, I that would that would be great. I actually shot a Tommy gun once. Um, it was fun. Um, uh, airsoft? N- no, it was a real Tommy gun. Um, there used to be a range in uh, New Hampshire. Uh, that used to rent guns to shoot, and one of the one of the guns that they had to shoot for rental was a Tommy gun. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I can't say that I." It was scary as fuck shooting it, uh, especially when the strongest thing that you shot before that was a uh, a twenty two rifle. But still, um, I would I would. I would pay money for a glitter Tommy gun. Yeah. I'm just... just so... These, these these delicate flowers, just... I can't with them. Now, one of the things I was bringing up with the... Basically, cite your sources. Get all your information. Um... Recently, there was a man, this happened in Portland, um, I'm trying to find the guy's name that, that this happened, but in Portland, there was an attack that happened because a guy went through and pulled, basically went through and targeted uh, Antifa um, that was around and basically started pushing and shoving. And this old older dude wearing a fedora, of course, um, with a beard, pulled out a collapsible baton and started hitting the Antifa people. And in response, the dude got fucked up. Um, originally, the news was going through and saying, oh, look at this old man that got beaten up by... that had a cane and got beaten up. Until video showed that the guy in one hand was wearing a bunch of rings... And in the other hand, had this collapsible metal baton, and he was trying to go in and fuck shit up. He ran in there, and they beat the living crap out of him. Um, So, like the news goes through, it starts. It's early, early starts like, oh, look, this is horrible. Look at what they've done. There's more to the story. There's always and, more to the story. And as soon as the one way went through portraying it, it's like, yeah, you're portraying that, but here's video of him charging 
and attacking. Mm. So I found that on Twitter, but I, of course, everything is gone. Um, Twitter is just like that. Um, no, I mean, it's fine because I don't have to link. Uh, it's gone forever. Um, can we talk about the poor woman who's being accused of murdering her fetus for daring to be upset at a man who then shot her? Uh, yes, story. we can. I don't have that story, but it's kind of something we need to discuss because it's fucking bullshit. It's fucking Alabama, too. Also, fuck Alabama. Um, it's so ugh, I got into it with somebody on a friend's Facebook page because sometimes I've just got to sail in and punch somebody uh, because just how my feminism is, I get my intersectional ass up and yell. Somebody said, it was she was the first woman to post as the only woman posting it's her fault she got in the guy's face what the fuck no there are zero times it is appropriate to level a gun at somebody when they're arguing with you zero there is no way that person was afraid enough of their life to draw and fire i'm sorry and then I said, no, no, it's never acceptable to shoot someone as a response to being disagreed with. And then some other woman said, well, it was a woman, but yeah, it should be, that should be, it. no, no. A man lost his temper because a woman wasn't doing what he wanted and he shot her and she lost pregnancy. That is what happened. It doesn't matter if she started the argument, he finished it in an inappropriate manner. He did not handle his emotions correctly, and she's had, I believe the charges have been dropped, but the fact that she was charged in the first place is the problem. He didn't go to fucking jail! And this is why when we talk about women's rights in things about their own bodies, when people are like, Oh, they're not actually going to do anything about that if you do it. Yes, they are. We're doing it right now. Thank you. Thank you, Brian, for finding that. Because uh, I can't. I can't with this. Because uh, there's like there's like extra modifiers on this. Um... One, it's in Alabama. Two, she's guilty of being black while pregnant. So there's a there's an extra modifier. How many people on that jury? You think? Um, doesn't matter. Well, I mean, okay. There for correct. I will be corrected on that. But the shooter walked away. Shooter walked away. Yeah. The only true victim was the... What? What? No. Fuck that cop. Take that cop's badge. Lieutenant Reed said the fetus was dependent on its mother to try and keep it from harm and she shouldn't seek out unnecessary physical altercations. 
What? <clears throat> the um, National Abortion Federation added, a pregnant woman was shot in the stomach during a fight. The shooting caused her pregnancy to end. She has been indicted for manslaughter. This is how people, especially women of color, are already being punished and having their pregnancies criminalized. This is true. It happens a lot. Um, I guarantee you, it doesn't matter. Um, that there, that, ugh. Why? Because old white men want to be in charge of all bodies. bodies. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, the shooter was not indicted. Uh, the second article is just ridiculous. Um, this is terrifying. Um, it's not just women who are in danger. It's anyone who can get pregnant. Which, I mean, part of this is defining a woman as someone who can get pregnant. And that's the only definition of woman that matters. Um, this is just... Uh, she named it. Okay. So. Ugh, that's the state's argument. That's. Which. I can't. I want to bring up something else that happened at Pride. Are we going to talk about the fucking Nazis? Um, Did we talk about the fucking Nazis? Kind, kind of, but not quite. Um, this is something that I posted, that Brian posted, that you posted on oh, Facebook. We're um... On the on the anniversary of Pride at the Stonewall Inn. Oh yes. Um, I'm pulling up the full the full thread that I had posted. A black trans woman tried to go through to get on stage to read the names of the people that died during. All right, I just found it great. Okay. Um. A black trans woman disrupted a drag show at Stonewall to call out everyone at the hypocrisy of how Pride was all about parties and corporations now, even though black trans women are dying. All hell broke loose. By the way, for context, it is the exact date of Stonewall. Not Today we're recording, but the day they're doing the thing. The folks running the bar 
uh, this is from um, um, at Aspen E. Bernhardt that posted this whole entire thing. Um, the folks running the bar, as well as a good portion of the patrons, were trying to get her thrown out. It was very much a, uh, we hear you, but come on, it's a party attitude. People started getting more pushy, and security got involved. So me and another ally inserted ourselves between them, blocking her and the companion from them. The people at the bar started muttering about calling the cops, and we both started saying, no, you can't call the cops. Other patrons were trying to convince her to back down, of course. We tried talking to her, but all she wanted to do about what she wanted to do, she still wanted to speak, but the bar wouldn't, didn't want to let her. So we asked if she wanted to do a video outside or something. Both of us happened to be connected to LGBTQ organizations, so we have access to the followings and whatnot. But she wanted the bar to be her platform. We respected that. The other ally who was with me decided the best way to make that happen was to use mass hypnosis and start a let her speak chant. It worked. She got the mic back and was allowed to speak. She read the names of the black trans women who died, facts about them, their obituaries. She called on everyone in the bar to help. I would like to say that the audience was respectful, but there were quite a bit of chatter and a few jeers. One asshole even called it uh, uh, fascism. It was gross and ridiculous. I just can't fathom it. A black trans woman was almost kicked out of the Stonewall Inn. They almost called the cops just for telling the rest of us to throw some fucking bricks. On the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall riots, no less. But I will say this, we gave a black trans woman safety, a platform, and as much time as she needed, 12 minutes. We fought like heck to do it. That is the spirit of Stonewall. I mean, why are we having, why is this a thing? Why this? (sighs) Pride is for a reason. And if, if you not, can't if you can't stop partying to understand the reason behind pride, you don't deserve the partying aspect. No, no. Um, what what the actual fuck? Um, I I can't. I was so angry. I was unaware. Well. I mean, I should have been aware. I try to track the Facebook page. It's supposed to be my domain, but I've I've ceded it to Brian for the most part so that I can sleep. Um, in yeah, Brian. Rage. In between bouts of rage, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm so angry. Just on the just the idea. That people at the Stonewall Inn on the eve of the throwdown that started the reason they were having a fucking party. On the day of. The day. The literal 50th anniversary. 
Yep. Like throwing bricks at cops. They silence. They almost. They almost called cops called the on cops. a black trans woman. Oh. Yeah. I'd say it's like putting a man on trial for leaving water for migrants, food and water. Well, I know that it's the same stupid bullshit. I just... On a cheerier note, Brian reminded me. Um, oh yeah. Good thing that happened in the town, the city of Boston. Um, Wayfair employees walked out. Hundreds protest. When Wayfair employees found out that Wayfair took an order for the concentration camps, uh, the employees were pissed. The employees walked out. Because they said, the employees basically said, we understand you're a business. We understand why you did this. Now, we want you without us. We want, before we walk out, we want you to say that you will take all the proceeds from the sale and uh, submit it to, uh, I think it's uh, Racines. um, Racines. Yeah, the organization that fights the concentration camp stuff. Um, And they didn't. So the employees walked out. They walked out shortly after lunch, leaving their desks, marching down from the 7th floor of downtown Boston headquarters where they were. The Wayfair workers had spilled into famous Copley Square where hundreds of employees and supporters protested their online franchise retailers Giant sale to the migrant detention centers. Um, this their early afternoon demonstration Wednesday came in response to Wayfair CEO uh, Nidra Shaw rejecting the request by 571 employees who signed a petition asking the company to desist from doing business with the contractors of the border detention camps on the U.S. Mexico border. One man in the front of the street yelled, go back to your desk, as the first group of protesters exited the building. But when they got to the square a block away, they found an army of progressive activists ready to cheer them on. Uh, we don't want our company to profit off of children being in concentration camps, said Madeline Howard, 29, a project manager at Wayfair, who has worked there for six years and emceed the event. We want them to have a code of ethics that blocks orders like this from happening again. So, while the city seems feels their hand is forced to allow things to happen, such as that uh, event that's happening at the end of August, um, at least something in Boston is showing we can't do this. Um, yeah, they, this was in the protest of 
selling $200,000 worth of bedroom furniture the contractor that to the contractor that manages the detention camps. Well, uh, I mean, no actual concentration camp residents are going to get to use it. I'm Uh, um. Yeah. Let's let's be let me do point out one other fun thing that I think is awesome, and I want to say that to the mayor of hell, thank you. Um. Ah, uh, hell, Michigan. <laughs> YouTuber Elijah, YouTuber Elijah Daniel, um, is the mayor of Gay Hell. Well, no, he, he's no longer the mayor of Gay Hell, Michigan. Um, supposedly he's like in the process of actually like buying the city. I mean, it's Hell, Michigan. It's <laughs> probably going to be on a small town murder episode in the near future. Um. Because it's tiny and old, somebody has to have died there violently. Um, I mean, yeah, fuck Michigan, but this is a great story. Um, he purchased Hell, Michigan for Pride Month <laughs> and renamed it Gay, Gay Hell. It is twenty miles northwest of Ann Arbor, so at least it's upwind. Um, has been on sale for sale years. for years. <laughs> Can't uh, disclose how much he paid to be mayor for two weeks. This is he's his process of purchasing it permanently. This is my kind of Michiganer. <laughs> In 2017, he was also the mayor of hell and banned heterosexual people as a stunt. His first act as owner this time was to only allow pride flags. After the Trump administration put a ban on embassies flying pride flags, I love this guy. I mean, he's from Michigan. Um, and I mean, it's really his only flaw is that he's from Michigan. I don't know. He grew up very religious and was told a lot if you're gay to go to hell. So I guess if he buys hell Michigan and makes it gay hell, it is going to become the queerest place in Michigan. I don't have a problem with this. Imagine that he buys the, the town permanently, permanently calls it gay hell, and it becomes the new focal point for queer activism. <laughs> and it's the most, and it's just wonderful. And there's brunch every day, and the fountains have mimosas in them. I'm throwing out stereotypes, but you know, the gay agenda doesn't get brunch. Rainbows everywhere. Yes. <laughs> well, food is attractive to everybody, but yeah. I want to bring up one thing, and I, because we, with all the rage, I want to bring up something about um, good omens. 
Oh, good omens. Um, not about anything in particular about uh, the show itself, the content of the show, things like that. But it was recently brought up about a part of the show where David Tennant was acting as a nanny. And basically all the um, basically the gay stereotypes and things like that that happened through the show that everybody just took as happening without commenting on it. Yeah, I read about that and just how delightful everything was. That it was just it Crawley being a woman, it wasn't a big deal. Of course, he's going to be the nanny for fucking Antichrist. That's how it works. That's how you make sure shit gets handled. And it was just a thing. Nobody made a big deal about it. There were no stereotypes. It was just, it just happened. So I want to move there and open a restaurant. I'll name it what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. My husband dropped into our Discord. He's an asshole. And he says, he types, so I want to move to Gay Hell, Michigan and open a restaurant and he'll name it what? And nobody got it. This is why the people were confused. And because I've been married to him for seven years, it was like, what in Gay Hell? What in Gay Hell, Michigan? <laughs> Does it have to be a restaurant? Maybe anything and be that. It could be a sword shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're monstrous people. We were trying to talk about the delights of good omens. Oh, how about them Christians who contacted Netflix? Oh, yeah. Canceling Good Omens because they're fucking idiots. Yeah, and Amazon told Netflix, look, if you cancel Good Omens, we'll cancel Stranger Things. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, the people who actually knew what was going on were like, ah, ha, ha, look at this, this is funny. And some people thought that they scored a victory because they're idiots. (laughs) Ah, people being idiots. So, a part of Geek News that was also thrilling, supposedly, um, Brie Larson is going to be in at least five of the upcoming Marvel movies that are coming up as Captain Marvel. So That's awesome. More as, you were, as you were basically talking about how Brie Larson needs to become basically the next Tony Stark, um, it looks like that's what's happening. Um, yeah, I saw a fleeting as I'm scrolling Facebook while we're ranting about things because, you know, we haven't done this in a while and I'm warmed up now. Um, there was a Tom Holland can ask for queer representation, but Brie Larson says it and nobody cares. Or she's ignored or she's told to shush. Um, I didn't read the article. I just saw the comparison. And, like, I would let Tom Holland ask me for anything personally. He's adorable. <laughs> And really, if I was part of the cast of the MCU and I needed the higher-ups to do something for me, I would, you know, give Tom Holland some espresso and promise him a puppy and make him go talk to them, because he's adorable. 
And how can you say no to that sweet, innocent boy? Well, that sweet, innocent boy is, is ready to throw down. Oh, well. Um, there was a... What is my new child doing? Oh, you, you, you'd you be proud of your new trial. Your, your, your new <laughs> child. It was a very Dre-like move, you think about it. Um, oh, well, you're going to tell me about this. Please enlighten me. Alright, so Tom Holland, before I think it was uh, Late Night with uh, Colbert, which is not never actually done at night. It's taped in the afternoon. Um, there was fans outside getting trying to get autographs from celebrities. This mm-hmm. girl was near front, near the barrier, just oh. trying to see about getting a picture and getting an autograph because she loves Tom Holland. But there was a bunch of assholes behind her that basically just wanted his autograph to sell on eBay, pushing and pushing, pushing her up against the barrier and basically almost knocking her down. And Tom Holland said, basically said, look, if you don't get off this girl... I'm not gonna. I'm gonna take your shit. I'm gonna throw it, uh, throw it away. So uh-huh. get the fuck, get back, go. <laughs> and at the same time, get behind me, Satan. While he's doing this, at the same time, telling the girl, "It'll be okay. Don't worry. It'll be okay." So he's threatening these guys, and then at the same time, calming the girl. <laughs> Well, I mean, she was probably terrified out of her fucking mind. These were adult men. I think the I think the woman was like an adult too, but like like maybe a teenager, something like that. Um, but still, it was like she was just actually there as a fan. You could you could tell when someone's there as a fan and just someone that's wanting to make money from eBay. Okay, um, let me. I got it. I found the article. Um, but basically, it was like basically telling off these autograph hounds at the same time calming this girl that's having an anxiety attack because oh my god Tom Holland on top of oh my god I'm gonna I'm getting in, in the close space and getting pushed up against this barrier and almost getting knocked down. So yeah, she was having a panic attack and he's like I'm having none of this and he took stuff away from them. Um and flung them away. Tom Holland needs to be treasured. Tom Holland is a treasure. I mean, he also spoilers everything forever. <laughs> He's not allowed to speak on press junkets, but <laughs> I'm trying to find more about this. Um. Oh, um. Oh, it was nameless Cass. Um, his fan said the massive horror around her made her nervous panic attack. Um, nameless at nameless cast said on Twitter, Holland threatened to throw down the posters he was being asked to sign unless he stopped threatening threatened her. Um, here's the actual tweet. Um, because she's tweeting this live. Um of G- live as of June twenty fourth. Tom Holland just threatened grown ass men and threw their posters because I was crushed against the barricade. He said, I'm gonna throw your shit on the ground if you keep pushing her then came to me and calmed me down and the video he's literally so mad at graffers what and he was a man of his word he really threw all the shit too the by risked it all i mean he literally reached through the crowd as the barricade was like tipping and snatched the posters like he risked his safety to help me the actor didn't stop 
didn't just stop there. This is HuffPost. Um, like a true hero, Holland made sure the world was safe. He told her, it's okay. I got you. I got you. This was absolutely insane and should never happen. My neck, my neck was literally against the barricade with 30 grown men behind me pushing. Ridiculous how people act. Like, you're not only endangering fan safety, but Tom's as well. Um, Cass. Um, she said, I'll post the video when I get service, but my dumb ass didn't even get a pic. But, like, he called me down because I was legitimately shaking and risked it all for me. I'm so, I'm happy as I'm happy ASF. Um, that's legit. He's precious baby. He's a precious baby. I I have to give the actresses and actors of the Marvel movie movies credit. Um, they have been good role models as people in general. Um, Chris. Pratt can be iffy at times, but in general... He still has time to get his shit straightened out. They've been good people in general, and this is just showing that it's carrying on, so good job. Um, Yeah. However, that reminds me, um, because you mentioned the boyfriend thing. Yeah, have we checked Um, on, on Jeremy Renner? Have we I have on not. Him? I have not. <laughs> I mean, we should check on him because Haw- Hawkeye's only good at one thing. <laughs> so somebody better check on him and make sure he's okay. Um, g- going back to Megan, um, because some people are calling Megan Rapinoe America's girlfriend, and combi- and basically shipping her. With Keanu Reeves. No! <laughs> be gay! <laughs> I like her better gay. She doesn't need... No. I and, mean, I, and I don't think they're even shipping them as, like, a, like, relationship relationship, but the perfect couple, so to speak. <laughs> well, I mean, no. They can't be the perfect couple if they're, if they're pushing... <laughs> heteronormative monogamy. <laughs> I said it. I said what I said. <laughs> there is no such thing as the perfect couple. There's no such thing as the perfect relationship. There is no standard. I said it. And if, you disagree, and if you disagree, write us at xchromosomepodcast.com So I can ignore your fucking stupid emails and your bullshit justifications. Um, because I will. If you write me bullshit, I will ignore you. Or well, I will read you. Oh, well, better is, I will read it. I will say, hey, Noelle, here's the bullshit that came through. She will, she will read it and she will mock it. Yeah, I will mock you on air. Um, so please bring your bullshit. Bring your white bullshit. Come at me, fucking activist mommy. I'll eat your face. I think that's going to be the title of this podcast. Come at me, at this mommy, I'll eat your face. <laughs> no. Uh, no. I mean, there's some wordy wordy shit out there. Oh, the... the uh, Small town murder, again. Not small town murder. Crime in sports. Oh. Oh, yeah, like a really long article that was born. 
It's like, okay, you've summed up the entire article in the in the headline. Why should I? I prefer to sub things up in hashtags. Your hashtag? No, we're taking the hashtags away from you. You'll get those hashtags out of my cold, dead fingers if this play keeps on going on that might not be that long. I mean, yeah, we... Because, <laughs> I mean, Brian is lovely, but we worked really hard at having you not talk, and yet here you are running. Well, he never actually answered the question in chat, will you take it over? <laughs> Well, then he popped in. <laughs> yeah, but he can be shy. <laughs> this is from 2013, but... I got distracted by a... a lady fighter winning the competition at Invitational... Because I will always stop and be excited about women kicking ass. And I know people are excited by this, where's too. The, I'm going to say, where's the Pride Knights? We didn't talk about the Pride Knights at all. And they make me happy. I'm sure somebody knows what I'm talking about. Um. See, the thing about doing a month of Pride and a month of interviews is that we didn't really get to talk about various Pride things during Pride. We were busy being excited. Oh, no, that's not it. Them. Um, but this was posted on our Facebook. It was posted by Brian. Um, Brian, finding us the links. But this is something off topic, but on topic. The Trans Transformer. Oh, yes. The Trans... Um... Lugs a she now. Me too. Why? It's just a better fit. The further you get from Cybertron, the more people you meet, the more you realize that, as a race, we've been limiting ourselves unnecessarily. But the image was... Google transcend Google transgender transformers was not disappointed. I don't know why why that was a Google search. I don't ask questions. I'm a reference librarian. I'll help you find anything. And unfortunately I was getting, I was going to ask my friend Milky, who is basically my go-to for anything Transformers to say, which Transformer is this? We didn't rant about the being sick and black in public. That's really all we need to say. Yeah, I was looking at a... I was looking at... Um, so, uh, yeah, being sick and black. Um, man at hospital. Goes to take a walk. Has an IV attached. A black, there it goes. A black hospital patient 
went on a walk with an IV trip. A security guard thought he was stealing medical equipment. Um, I was watching, I saw this on a friend's Facebook. And almost everybody went through and said, okay, the last thing I would think is stealing medical equipment. If you're not supposed to be in a direction, you say, well, you're not supposed to be here. Turn around, go back the other way. But outside of that, so you can't You can't be black. I was going to do this whole entire list of things that you can't be black of, but basically what boils down to it is you can't be black. Period. Yeah, or in public. I mean, you can be black, but you can't be in public. He was taken back to the hospital in handcuffs. Ridiculous. I mean, he was in a gown. And the cops withheld his asthma. Fuck the cops, man. I can't. NWA was right about that. So I know we you, shared a picture of it. Are you I'm still looking you, for this? I'm still looking for these these beautiful knights, larpers, reenactors in. Yeah. And I, they make me happy. And I feel like they're a good note to end on. They make me happy. So I'm just scrolling through it. I see our poll says we should keep our fucking rainbow. I'm for it. Is this what you're looking for? No. No, it was a group, and each one of them is wearing a different color. Bam! These people. Yes, that one, Bill. <laughs> Those. Those glorious queer warriors. They make me happy. I'm so glad that I just flailed desperately until you figured it out. <laughs> I knew what you were talking about. I was just having issues actually finding it. But I said, "What? how would Noel find this? And I channeled the inner librarian in me to find it. There's no inner librarian in me. <laughs> Here we go. 
by Booker, by Wade, historical fighting guide. I found their fucking Tumblr. I did a Google image search. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Pride Nights Assemble. It's been a busy month, but it was so worth it. I'm excited to finally start showing you guys some of the work I've been doing in celebration of this special month and for a cause that means so much to me. So here's the look into my Pride's Night project. Um, this was posted June 18th. More rainbow-inspired posts coming soon. So this is as seen on Facebook. You can get there. So that was a Tumblr that Knights of Pride assemble. It's okay. Here's Archer Inventive. I'm fucking shit. Because there's the signature. Yeah, this is the official. gonna have to like and follow this because this person makes me happy there's only four pictures of the knights of pride but they were in like streets talking about um Stonewall. Fundraising for Pride, the Pride Foundation, all of their cohorts. Um, it just looks like a really cool project. Particular person. It's like they do neat shit. Uh, and they're in Washington. Yes. Hmm, I got a random quest. I suppose we could be done recording because that's a the, the these Pride nights make me happy, and we should end on a happy note. Bill. Oh no, is he dying? I was on mute. Okay, I'm trying to figure out why this I, I was talking I was talking for about five minutes on mute. Oh fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, because when I was like the picture's in there, and you're like, where's the picture? I'm like, the picture's in there, where's the picture? The picture's... Not thinking that, I was on you. Um, I'm you're sorry, like, oh, I they... can't hear you. Um, you had a random question? I did. Oh, no, I got a random Facebook thing, and I think I figured it out, but I'm going to... Like this right. Viking page, and I'm like, are you... All right. You, you got to be prepared for that. So... Yeah, I think the the Archer Initiative, the Pride Nights, is a good way to end things off of today. Um, we're going to be back on our normal rant interview rant schedule after this. Um, so, if you're interested in more badass people, 
if you're interested in being in speaking with us or you have people that you want us to reach out to to speak to, we also take those suggestions. Write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. Again, the email address is write us at xchromosomepodcast.com. All of our social media is at xchromosomepodcast.com. I occasionally blog there. Um, I should and- really blog more, um, but I suck at everything. We all should blog more. Um, we're going to be trying to go through and record some additional bonus content for Patreon. I'm going to be getting with Brian to tell the sandwich story um, for Patreon. Um, oh my god, the sandwich story. Yep. Oh, my, oh my fuck. Yep, um, the sandwich. And uh, I'll, I'll make sure that you get a copy of that. No, um, But yeah, there's things going on that we're trying to Bump up the content there. Bump up the content anywhere. Help us out. Throw us a bone. Throw us a dollar. Uh, th- throw us an add a boy in email or on a review. Anything like that. Throw us an add a person, not just an add a boy. Uh, doesn't matter. Just add, add a us, so to speak. Um, so, that being said, we don't have a closer because we're awkward. Yeah, we we don't close, but I don't feel so bad because you know who else sucks at at, at, at um exiting out of their podcast. Who's that? Billy Jensen and Paul Halls of the Murder Squad. So <laughs> I'm in. We are in excellent company. We have some like big name people on a big name network who suck at closing. So we don't even have a catchphrase because we suck at closing. Because and we we're at closing. But we're gonna kick the butt out now. Yeah. Goodbye, Craig. Get out. Bye, bot. Get out. Fuck off. Come on. We 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 pinned it so we wouldn't have all of this awkward outro.